0: Times. the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, and
1: good afternoon. Welcome to the Heroes of Noise. I am your host, Steve. My name is Dan. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to show number one. Oh, son. How are you feeling, brother? I'm feeling good. Feeling? I'm feeling good, man. How are you feeling? I'm, ex- I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I'm excited this. too. Isn't that crazy? We're talking over each other already. We're so excited.
0: Now, do you want to um, kind of break in? Uh, what we're exactly we're doing here? What is our new groove? What what the um, the listeners have to look forward to?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all. Some of you, if you're hearing this, you're probably expecting an episode of The Word, which uh, for those of you that have never heard this before, Steve and I do a little show called The Word, the unofficial preacher podcast uh, regarding, you know, it's the companion podcast, if you will, to Preachers AMC. Not this show, ladies and gentlemen. This time around... And and admittedly this might be what is this try number 2 I think right we, this is our second attempt at this getting it right <laughs> yes but this is our new show guys it's called the episode this is called episode fuck how are we doing so far let's try that again so <laughs> you know what man we got to get the kinks out right steve it's been a, it's yes. been a little yes. bit my tongue yes. my tongue needs to uh, you know relax so to speak yes but um, if you've listened to us before then welcome back and i hope that you're going to dig what we're doing now this is the heroes of noise podcast and uh, I don't know do we do we have a mission steve do we want to like go down that road or do we just want to start talking and see what comes out
0: Our mission is to hip you to everything that's important in entertainment but more so everything that people skipped over that's important in uh entertainment the stuff that we believe that our listeners would find interesting not necessarily the overarching stuff but the stuff that is uh beneath the surface so our goal is to cut through all the noise and get to the actual substance of certain stories so we hope that you stay with us as we uh enjoy this journey
1: this is going to be one of those like pop culture shows in fact you know this that was like the first thing we did we we tried to go and and create something that was a little well it's it's been done a lot i guess you could say and we didn't really want to go down that path this time so We're going to try something a little more freeform, a little different than what we're used to doing. Maybe it's even going to sound different, which I guess is probably a good thing because, you know, both shows shouldn't sound the same. And I'm babbling, Steve. So let's rock this shit and let's do it.
0: All right. What have you been what have you been watching? What have you been listening to? What have you what's gotten your ear and eyes this week,
1: brother? Oh, man, I have been. You know what? Netflix has been my friend this week. And I've also (laughs) like I don't I don't have a lot of new stuff to go over right now because I've been backtracking because I've fallen in love with HBO Go. Oh, of course. yeah, man. Um, so, folks, just to catch you up where, I, where I, I was, I was late to the Game of Thrones. I did all the Game of Thrones on there. Thank you, HBO Go. I'm ridiculously hooked now. And so now I got to like, sit until, what is it, 20, 2019 or 2018?
0: Good Lord, dude. 2019. Yeah.
1: Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Freaking ridiculous, dude. The new stuff that I've been watching. Now, Steve, I think you caught one of these or possibly two of them. But I absolutely love Big Mouth on Netflix.
0: Um, I did. When you told me to watch it, mind you, when I see John Mulaney and Nick Kroll, I'm going to watch. Most likely, I'm going to at least give it a uh, uh, look-see. What did, what did you think about it, brother?
1: Well, for those of you that haven't seen it, Big Mouth is a show of, a, it's, it's an animated series that's on Netflix that stars Nick Kroll and John Mulaney. Uh, they're awesome together. And it's basically the trials and tribulations of puberty, but done in a very crude, not safe for work, not safe for your children manner. Um <laughs> It's freaking hilarious It's it's really good And it's like It's really smart It's like It's very intelligently written You know what I mean Yes um, Very much so Now I know you caught A couple of them Did you like the way That they were doing that Was it too crude For, for you
0: um, No Actually uh, The more The funny thing is When I watched two I watched about two episodes I don't know if it's two uh, Whichever one they went uh, And, and um, someone had an incident In white oh, shorts yes. At the Statue okay. of Liberty That's the last one I watched And I The thing is I liked all of them. It's just one of those things where it's just coming back to it. I liked all of them. But the thing is, Mulaney and Nick Kroll cannot lose, really. I don't think that they can do something that's not good. It's hard to, if anyone's really a big fan of Mulaney's stand-up work, it's going to be a little bit difficult to get past it because he talks like John Mulaney. He doesn't put on a fake voice. This is John Mulaney's voice coming out of a uh, an animated cartoon It's kind of like If you know If you're a fan of Bill Burr Watching his cartoon Is weird Because you hear Bill Burr You don't hear Anybody else But other than that Man the ju- It's very interesting stuff Their imaginary friends Really got me
1: The hormone monster
0: I thought that was Really right? cool cr- Hormo- dude What a good idea What a good idea
1: Nick Kroll Does a lot of the voices On there though He does the hormone monster yes. And mm-hmm. then he, got, he does The voice of Is Nick right Isn't his name Nick On the show Little Nick. I believe it's Little Nick. Yeah,
0: I I know he did. Yeah. Now him, I I can't really call. I can't tell Nick Kroll's voice out of a lineup um, until it takes me a while. I'm like, oh, that's Nick Kroll.
1: Yeah, he takes a while to figure out, like even on Sausage Party when he played the douche. You saw that, right?
0: I did not know that at all. I didn't know it was him until I saw the credits.
1: Yeah, so he's got a little more of the so, the talent, I would say, as far as like you know his uh, yeah. his vocal range. Also, oh, you know what? Uh, what was that? What was that called? We were talking about it. Um, oh, hello. Also on Netflix. That's another good one, man. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> I gotta finish it. I haven't finished. Oh, you yet.
1: haven't? It's like a two hour show mm-hmm. or something like that. Just check it out.
0: But I would. Lo- I I really want to. Uh, definitely and um on Big Mouth. Uh, Maya Rudolph plays the other hormone monster and Jordan Peele plays Duke Ellington. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did not know that was Jordan Peele. I had no I clue. I did a little
1: cheating. You know, so I had to look was... and see that there was too many familiar voices there. So I had to do the IMDB thing, but
0: Oh, it's fantastic. I, now I would have never gotten Maya Rudolph if I'm now I'm doing this off of memory. I might be wrong, but I would have never gotten Maya Rudolph though. I, I would not have gotten because she, she does a fantastic voice where i'm just like i did not know that was you did not know
1: that hey you know steve you know what i'm going to i'm going to just stop it for just a quick second here i think we need to backtrack a little bit we need to and go back first of all we're we're, we're trying to shoot our wad too fast here buddy i think we need to slow it down we need to let these people know where they can contact us give us give them give them the oh, details shoot. we we kind of skipped that we got a little excited oh, and you know we uh, you know
0: all we, over yeah, us we could have pulled it and gone it put it in the beginning and also, I don't have it in front oh, of me. Oh, but you
1: know so who was... does, sir. You know who does. That was nice. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, so, yeah. yeah anyway.
1: Oh, here we go. Okay. I got this there for you, sir. Don't worry about it. You just sit back and okay. relax. It. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the Heroes of Noise. And if you'd like to reach us, please feel free to do so. You can reach us at heroesofnoisepodcast at gmail.com. Write us a little letter. Tell us what you think of the first show that we're doing here. Uh, you can also reach us on Twitter at Heroes of Noise. You can reach myself at Dan Q Public, and you can reach my friend Steve at S.E. underscore Hudson Music. Also, you know, it's a little early in the game to do this, but why not throw it out there? We had this. This is leftover from the other show. We figured we'd put it to use. We got a voicemail, and you can reach us at 559 San Joaquin Valley, ladies and gentlemen, 492 9831. Represent the San Joaquin. There we go. See, that was easy, right? We just had to. Throw that in real quick and
0: yes. back to it. Don't forget the yes, and we would love the voicemail. So please, yes, voice. That's the main. That's a big one for me because I want to know what kind of questions you guys have. So five five nine four nine two nine eight three one. See that a little jingle with it, Dan. You got to know marketing, bro. That was
1: horrendous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're a musician, man. What the hell was that? That was
1: a little pitchy, dog. I don't know.
0: <laughs> hey, not everyone has vocal skills, man. Just calm down, bro. I'm That's doing true. my best.
1: You're more of um, a, a piano player than a singer.
0: I'm more of a piano That's,
1: player, brother. Right. Yes. So what have you been into? What, what were you? What are you watching?
0: Um, I watched a movie uh, starring Thomas Jane. I don't know who directed it, but it's on Netflix. It's called 1922.
1: Oh, I saw that. No, I saw it on Netflix? Netflix, but I have not watched it yet. Dude. Dude.
0: It is, it has one of the most disturbing visual scenes I have seen this year. It is just a disturbing movie. It's just, I mean, that's what Stephen King uh-huh. does. He wrote I it. know why. Go it ahead. I,
1: now I know why I know this movie. Devastating, yes. dude. So it's good. Is it, it's worth watching. Why?
0: How do you, did, you, oh, definitely, dude. I mean, it's, I don't even want to ruin what it's about because I didn't know. I would recommend the people not knowing the synopsis of it because I had no idea. What Stephen King does so awesomely is he kind of he does that narration. He has the person narrating the story and he tells you uh, what happens in the beginning, but then he tells you how it happened. So just watch, not reading, just click play and just be ready for if you don't like disturbing scenes, this isn't for you because I mean, geez, Louise, man.
1: Now, this is a this is a series it's- or a movie. Okay, here movie. we go. Now I got it pulled up. Now I know why this sounds familiar. And it's a Stephen King. Dude, Stephen King. What's up yes. with all the, the Stephen King all of a sudden? It's everywhere, right? It's
0: Steve. It's the Stephen king assance, man.
1: That's funny. That's funny.
0: It's it's um, pretty
1: crazy. You know why I know this movie? I just saw an article about it just the other day uh, on, a, on a heavy metal site, blabbermouth.net, of all things. <laughs> um, have you ever heard of Faith No More, the band Faith No More? Yes. So I got to start there. But the singer of Faith No More is a guy named Mike Patton. And he's got so many different types of bands and he's, a, he's a vocalist, you know, first and foremost, he's a vocalist, yes. but he's also composing. I just found out he's composing this movie. Oh, holy so it's funny crap. that you brought that up. He made the yeah, music for I, this I was movie. Wondering why I, yeah. He composed oh, all the music. Interesting. for Interesting. As he's getting older, he's tending to do that a little bit more, but it's very, uh, What's the word? Um, I guess it would be more like an avant-garde kind of a thing that does. It's if you, if people that know Mike Patton know exactly what I'm talking about, but it's very experimental. Some of it's super dissonant. Some of it sounds like shit. I'll be honest with you, but the dude's got one of the, if not the biggest vocal range I've ever heard out of any singer that I've ever like ever, ever heard. Seriously. Um, but he's also taken to this here, and I was listening to it on the on the trailer. I just watched the trailer yesterday, as a matter of fact. That's why it's all coming back to me. And but I was kind of more paying attention to the score than I was Dude, the Dude,
0: it's plot. and you're you would love it. You're gonna love this movie, Dan. It's right up your. I think alley.
1: I'll check it out tonight. Actually. Yeah, it's vi- it's
0: right it. up your alley. Um, I've also been uh, obviously I, I watch my normal weekly things. Everyone in the world watches This Is Us, so yes, I watch This Is Us. Um, the Flash. Everyone but me. You don't watch <laughs> this?
1: No, nah, dude. I couldn't even tell you what that one's about. I'm. going to be Oh, yeah. With
0: you you might want to do that, bro. You might want to do it, that. Brother. Um, it's about a. F- I can't because it. Re- I, you have to watch it because I can't give you the interesting twist in the first episode, and that sets off the whole mo- the whole show. But you haven't even heard of it, or have you heard of this this show?
1: I have not. I'm just pulling again. I'm pulling, using the magic oh, of IMDb so right now good, just to see. Dude. It is so. Oh, good. with 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 Milo Ventim. Ventimiglia? Yes. Milo Ventimiglia. Mandy Moore. Yep. Okay. Yep. And we have a series, another series. I so good, man. It is like,
0: so good. Like, I need good.
1: another freaking series to watch, Steve. Just, but uh, I'm you so know many what? Right this now.
0: one's going to hook you. This one's going to hook you. But wait, you haven't watched Friday Night Lights, right?
1: I did not watch Friday
0: Night Lights. Jesus, Dan.
1: Welcome to our pop culture show. Our host know nothing. Jesus, <laughs> Dan. Uh, yeah, hey man yeah. I'll catch up I'm, I'm living in the now though You know uh, I mean I, I got these shows Have you seen Mindhunter? No How was that? Oh, we're just swinging and missing right now Aren't we? Another good one dude Seriously. Is it really?
0: Is it something? What is? Yeah. Give me the synopsis of this What am I looking for?
1: Mindhunter is based in the 70s mm-hmm. And it's basically these two detectives That are falling around they're, they're getting very What did they call it? They weren't calling them serial killers They were calling them series killers I think And it's it's kind of like it's that time It's that era where the, the term serial killer came up right now mm-hmm. So these two these two detectives They go uh, kind of They're actually FBI agents And they go against the grain of what they're supposed to be doing To interview all these various Serial killers that they're not known that yet They're not known as serial killers But it's to get into the psyche of you know what makes them tick So week to week I think there was I think the first three had to deal with like one killer And now they're moving on They don't stay the whole time But dude so good, such a good show.
0: And this is I on uh, Netflix.
1: On Netflix okay. because Netflix seems to be killing it more than anyone oh, right dude.
0: now. Dude, wouldn't you agree? Oh, dude, they're they're destroying. They're destroying, man. I mean, I want. I did see mine. I think it has like a car Isn't there, like an open car door or something on the 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 Netflix.
1: No, it looks like a Rorschach, like a Rorschach. Uh,
0: oh, then I didn't see that one. There's a, there's a, there's one that I might be a mine hunter. Watch, really.
1: Yeah, I think there was a something else called Mindhunters, but it stars, you know, a lot of these people I've never heard of before. There's a Jonathan, Jonathan Groff, who plays Holden Ford. He's the main FBI agent. Mm-hmm. Also, Holt McCowney, who's uh, plays agent Bill Tench. And then it's just a bunch of people like people that you've probably seen before. Yeah. But personally, like this was just a cast of, to me, like unknowns, which I liked better because, you know, it's easier for it to kind of mold to the character as opposed to going, oh, that's that's so and so from this one. Like it'd be like if you put like Daniel Radcliffe in there, I'm just watching Harry Potter through this the whole time. Do you know what I mean? Oh, interesting. No, no, no offense to him. No offense to him He's a good actor. But in my head still, I can't get. Oh, you're not gonna be able
0: to get that out of your head. It's just like every time I every time to this day, every time I see Edward Norton, I think of American History X.
1: Oh, man, but I was looking right here. I had, to, I had to pull this one up, too. Thank you, IMDb. You're saving my ass this first episode. There is a guy, an actor by the name of Cameron Britton, hmm. and he plays a serial killer in the show called Edmund, Edmund Kemper. Dude, what a performance this guy puts in. Really? You have to at least watch. Yes, please watch at least the first three, and oh, you'll done see what deal. I'm talking about. Because he's literally in it for three episodes, and that's it. Oh, done but deal. he's like six foot nine. This this big monster of a guy, but he's very eloquent and... Um, I'm not gonna like spoil it as to what his crime was, but it's worth watching because he Wait, he's a sick individual. Didn't you say he was a serial killer? Well, I'm not gonna say how he did it. Let's oh, okay, it. okay. And what he did and who he did it to. Okay, okay, okay fair okay. enough. Okay. But totally yeah, but fair. spoilers. Yeah, but it's about serial killers, so I don't really feel like I'm <laughs> no. giving too many spoilers. Um,
0: there. I actually uh, uh, have you been listening to any podcasts? Because I actually have one that you're gonna love, and I think our listeners would love to.
1: Yeah, I got a few under my belt here Which one are you throwing at me right now? I'm going to pull them up into my old I love my phone, man We can just pull up so much crap right now
0: Yeah, here we go yeah. Give me some of yours
1: Who I've been listening to lately Let's see uh, Definitely I listen to the Starkcast. Starkcast is um, It's a very long show It's Joe Stark is the host And it's just a, a variety It's like a talk show It's a variety oh, cool. of people But this dude He can go on for three hours Four hours sometimes uh, You know Long But very interesting Depending on the guest and uh what else have I been listening to lately? Oh yeah, Ear Hustle. Have you heard of Ear Hustle? You
0: told me about that. Something about prison, no?
1: Yeah, it's uh at San Quentin and it's just these 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 prisoners, a couple of prisoners from San Quentin, inmates, I should say, and they go down in the basement and they just play the show various stories about prison life. And it's really interesting, man. I don't know. I've always been into like prison stuff.
0: Oh, so you like I, like I just don't want to go to prison. You like lockup?
1: Yeah, I like all that shit as long as I'm looking from as long as from I'm looking from the outside. Yeah. It's all wonderful stuff. Yeah, totally. It's a, um It's also kind of terrifying at the same time. Yeah, right, I,
0: I always just, think I, dude, there's nothing like for me there's nothing there, I don't think many things would scare me more than just going to prison. Um that would freak me out. And so watching it on the outside seems kind of <laughs> You know, say, boy, you guys have it rough, but I did used to watch um Lock-up
1: very frequently. You
0: know what I'm saying? There's
1: like 4,000 lock-up shows, though. Oh, my
0: gosh, dude. I mean, goodness. But um, check out Have you heard of this podcast? It's kind of making the waves right now called Dirty John.
1: I did just hear of that, but I couldn't tell you what it's about. Dude. That name came up. Where did I see that? I think it's just from, like, uh, cruising Twitter. What is it called? I'm going to pull that one up. Dirty Dirty John. John. (laughs) That sounds... Whole that, sounds, that could be. That could be. That could go a whole bunch crap. of different ways. Dirty John. Here we go. Dude. Shall I go ahead and read the synopsis? Sure.
0: Read the synopsis. I don't think it gives anything away.
1: Is this the one with Deborah Newell? Um, personal. Yes, personal yes, yes, personal yes, journals. Yep. All right. It Says Deborah Newell is a successful interior designer. She meets John Meehan, a handsome man who seems to check all the boxes: attentive, available, just back from a year in Iraq, with. Doctors Without Borders, Uh, but her family doesn't like John and they get entangled in an increasingly complex web of love, deception, forgiveness, denial and ultimately survival reported and hosted by Christopher Gofford from the L.A. Times. So is this kind of like a serial or something?
0: Yes. And it's a Uh, real story and it happened. And oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, dude, like people, you know, how people do something on Twitter. They're like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. So you go in ready not to really like it. Right. Right. But when I I watched it and I was like, yep, it was everything they said it would be. It was
1: totally with one. Hit me with one good point. One redeeming quality about the show. It's going to make me want to watch it. It's going to make these good people out there want to watch it.
0: Um. You're going to, I think everybody that's listening right now is going to like it because it's a, it's a, is he who he says he is? Everything points to him being who he says he is, but is he who he says he is? It's going to teach you to, uh, if you should or shouldn't trust your gut, when everything seems like it checks all the boxes, but your gut is telling me something is not right. And this podcast shows what happens for people who do trust their
1: gut. And for people who don't, does this fall into the S Town category? More, maybe more like S Town than than What's uh, S Town? Oh, Lord. it's just it sounds very similar. Like that, that was another one about a crime that got committed, and they thought it was one certain person. Um, kind of like a cluster of, of small town characters, and they interview each person, and they it's it's like that. You're trying to figure out as the show goes along. Oh, well, no, see, know.
0: this one is no crime has been committed. This is just a guy she meets online, and it's about her the. The person who's with him and the family and about what they think of him and what who he ends up being, whether it be truly who he is or he's not who he says he is. It's that. It devolves into a very interesting story. And um, by the end, you just take off your earphones like, oh,
1: my God. Does it give some details on how Christopher Gofford got to, you know, like what inspired him to do this podcast in the first place? No,
0: but at the end, you'll see why. You won't even have to ask them. You'll be like, oh, that's why this story needed to be <laughs> a podcast form. It's amazing, dude.
1: It looks pretty short. It's only like six episodes. That's yeah? it.
0: It's six hours. And it's but the thing is, there is no let's take a break here and talk about it. No, it just go. It hits the ground and dashes for six hours. And by the end of the six hours, you're like, holy crap, man. It doesn't Subscribed. let up. Yeah, you're going to love it. I'd say just download all of them. Listen and tell me what you think.
1: Uh, let's see what else did I add recently Blackout and Shout is another one This is another type of a, of Kind of like a loose form pop culture You know podcast But I heard a little bit of that and that sounded pretty interesting too Just giving them a shout out because it was It was definitely sound like I wanted to keep listening
0: Done so. deal done deal Yes, sir. So yes, sir. Um, how about we get another way over that Um, Everybody has it written down Everybody has all the stuff that you should be listening to And watching and hearing and all that stuff I hope you do
1: Did you pay attention? (laughs) Did
0: you pay attention, class? Um, Why don't we get into some of the news in a week? What kind of kind of news do you have? I have a few things here, but uh, what you got over there, Dan?
1: Uh, Excuse me, man. I was taking a drink of my fine my fine beverage here. Well, you know, man. Here's the deal. I know that you're not a Star Wars guy, and I'm not going to give you shit about it right (laughs) now. But they did release the new trailer. Uh I thought it was pretty dope. Um, I know that you know when you watch these trailers, Steve. They can edit these things really well. To make it seem like you're, you're going one direction, when in fact you're probably not going that direction. So I'm kind of hoping that's the way it is. I, this is going to be something where I'm breaking down the Star Wars trailer, but um, I got very excited about that. I, I I think we were supposed to do, did it come out last week? We were supposed to record last week, weren't we? I
0: think it came out the week before. No, was it really? Yeah, I, th- I think it was the week, because that's when I started I think seeing it was. those Twitter pictures of that little penguin thing. was like a week before last
1: week yeah that's now see we'll talk about that real quick that thing that little penguin thing you're talking about is called a porg and that's pretty much the thing that's pissing me off about this here i don't need any more because i don't need any more cute creatures with star wars i (laughs) I, um see i'd like to talk these things with you but i know you're not like savvy with it but of course you've heard of ewoks i I, I, I remember the ewoks yes yeah i I feel like this is going to be an ewok situation and you know that could really go badly but let's see man um it's kind of got like an Empire Strikes Back feel. That's what they said about the last one, that the the, the Force Awakens had like an Episode 4 or New Hope type of a thing. It does really feel like they're kind of going down that road, but I'm hopeful about this. I mean, really, they could just shit Star Wars and I'm going to watch it. I will pay money to see any Star Wars that comes out, but that was um, something that I was definitely happy about. Awesome. But another big one came out, and I'm going to let you go with this one here, but I know that you watched this. I just know. I, I don't even have to ask you if you did. Dude. That Black Panther trailer.
0: Okay, you're about to be shocked. I'm not watching any trailers for Black Panther.
1: Now, why would you go do a thing like that?
0: I want to be utterly surprised. I want this to be the one time where I go in not knowing any of the action scenes, not knowing anything that's happening, so I could just walk out in my daishiki just totally flabbergasted.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So if we go together, does that mean I have to wear one, too? Affirmative. All right, cool. You got one I could borrow. Yeah. If
0: you get invited to the cookout, you have to wear the dashiki. All right, man. But uh, I, from what I'm hearing, people are like people are losing. There is no in the middle of the like middle ground situation. People are losing their mind off of this trailer. Like saying, "Oh my God, this movie is gonna be crazy." So I'm excited. No, you watched
1: Ragnarok though, right?
0: I watched the Ragnarok trailer. Yes.
1: Okay. I will tell you that I think this makes Ragnarok look. Well, no, that's not true. I Ragnarok loved looks dope. Ragnarok's Ragnarok looks trailer, dope. G. Yeah. But if you okay, I'll say this: If you love Ragnarok's trailer, you're really gonna love oh, the I Black believe Panther it. trailer. And the thing with it Ragnarok's trailer incredible. is
0: when she said, "Who who are you, the god of exactly?" And he has lightning coming through his eyes. She, come on, dog! This is gonna be a crazy movie, man.
1: Let's talk to cast, man. What do you think of the casting for that movie?
0: I love it. I think now here's a here's the thing I have. Okay, dude, why am I even gonna go? This isn't negative, but Chadwick Boseman is everybody now. It's like in every movie, they're like, we need a black guy. We're like, hey, Chadwick's available. Like, he's in that new uh, Thurgood Marshall movie. He was, um, uh, um, Aaron, uh, Hank Aaron, forty-two. He's now I was gonna say Black, pa- Black Panther. I'm he played like, James Get- Brown
1: and Get yes. on- what Was it Get On Up? Right, that was the one that was. Yes, called? Yeah. he's
0: been everything. So he is the brother right now. But I, I think it's a good. I think they picked a good uh, star. I'm really loving the fact that um, who's my what's my boy's name? Michael B. Yes, Michael B. Jordan. I love the fact that they have him and Cooler teaming up again after Creed. Immediately going into uh, Black Panther,
1: and I loved Creed, man, I really did. I haven't man. seen it. What the hell's wrong with you? This is pop. <laughs> I mean, I know it's not a, a, a you know, like I said, that's it's not, not a, a pop, that's not 100% really a pop. pop culture type yes, show, dude. That's
0: that, but that's not a poppy movie, though, dog.
1: Oh, that's right. That's and you got you got a thing about Rocky too. I forgot about that. You're Rocky like, is
0: so, you're so you're uh,
1: you're impartial. Would you say it's fair to say yes. you're impartial? No,
0: I know. I loved I loved when uh, I loved the what was it number four with Drago. Yeah. I wasn't three. Rocky four. Dude, that is the movie when he's like, if he dies, he dies. I think I was like, to that point, that was the most cruel quote I had ever seen in a movie. Dude was like, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> but you know what was weird about that is at the end, they shake hands after the ultimate fight. I'm like, dude said that if your boy dies, he dies. Why are you now lift, Why are you now shaking hands with him at the end? It's kind of weird. But what are you going to do?
1: Well they got Creed 2 coming out.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah I know and directed of, by Rocky.
1: Yeah, but speaking of Rocky 4, they're actually bringing uh what's his name? Dolph Lundgren back. They're bringing Dolph Are Lundgren you back me? as Ivan Drago for this movie. I imagine that he's not going to be fighting Creed, but what is he it going to He might be
0: training the guy that tra- that fights Creed.
1: Or do you think they're going to go I have a feeling Sylvester Stallone is going to end up writing something where it has to do with like his son. I could see that happening.
0: And so his son might end up fighting Creed or fighting Drago's son.
1: I mean, yeah, I I would assume that's probably what they're going with. I don't think there's even like a script ready yet. They just announced that actually, that he was going to be directing that. But again, I'm in. That's another thing. Like Star Wars, I'm watching. I've watched all the Rockies. I'll continue to watch them. I know that they're not all good, but I will watch
0: them. Here's the issue with this this Creed 2. The Creed 2 is uh, the thing that made Creed 1 was the fact that Cooler was behind it. That's what made Creed work. The eye of Kugler. Now that Kugler's not in, A, it makes me wonder why didn't Kugler want to do it? B, it makes me wonder, do they know that their secret ingredients are not there anymore? That is what makes me think, you know, uh, again, I-, I have no affinity toward Rocky, so it kind of makes me the bad person to talk to, but I don't know exactly if they understand that their secret ingredient was Ryan
1: Kugler. Well, did you see Rocky? Uh, Rocky Balboa. Did you see that one? Yes, I did see that, yes. and I thought that was a good one. I think that was done by Sylvester Stallone, if I'm not mistaken. It was. It was decent.
0: I didn't hear people. It, it was, was better it than was Rocky a...
1: Five. If you've seen Rocky there Five, there we go. Because that it was one. a critic's
0: Bootsy. love. The critics loved it, whereas. Creed had a different sort of, oh my goodness, coming out of the theater where people were like, you got to go see Creed. You got to go see Creed. Now, I don't know if it was lower expectations, but no, because Rocky Balboa had lower expectations and people were like, whoa, that's good. It's pretty good. But I don't know if it had the same umph that Creed had coming out of it. I mean, Sylvester Stallone got a freaking Academy Award nomination out of that freaking movie. Out was, of Creed.
1: It was a tearjerker, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> that so, one got me.
0: I, mean, I might I might end up watching that. You really I might, should like I watch said.
1: that one. I really think you should. It's because it's more based on on um, Apollo Creed's son's character. I mean, obviously it's called okay. Creed, but you know you're not getting so much Rocky. But the Rocky that you get is not the Rocky that you know. It's a much older Rocky, and you know his his whole his whole like mindset has changed. And you know he's not exactly he's not who he used to be anymore. You know what I mean? He's an old guy and he's got some health issues. And that's all I'm going to say about it. But please watch it. Well,
0: don't. see, the interesting thing for me would be. Um, watching the uh critically acclaimed and lauded fight sequence that they had like very few cuts like they didn't cut a lot and somehow they filmed around the people fighting so I'm one I want to see that I'm like wow how real did this look but the, I mean it was choreographed to this T. Michael B Jordan got knocked out yeah unconscious yeah knocked unconscious um you know and uh you know Sylvester Stallone was like yeah that, that's what happens you know if you want to make it real this is how it rolls which is from that's from the old school That's some old school, yeah, that's life. You get knocked unconscious when you film a Rocky movie. You know, a Creed movie, that's what you do. Yeah. You know, Um, because, you know, uh, Sylvester tells the story of when he told uh, Dolph Lundgren to hit him, like, give him a good hit. Knocked him clean out. Lundgren knocked him clean out. You got it. (laughs) Exactly. But, uh, yeah, man. So, I'm very very interested in seeing uh, Creed also, and I'm very pumped on uh, Black Panther. So, uh, what else you got, brother?
1: I wanted to make one more recommendation on something that I came across. Now, this is this was published back in January, but I just got hip to it just recently. And it's a comic that I read. It's called God Country, written by Donnie Cates. Basically, what this is about is it's in Texas. I, mean, I know we like to like comics that deal with Texas for some reason. But um, this one is about a guy named Emmett Quinlan, who is he's like got dementia, uh, Alzheimer's to be more specific. And he's really bad. He's at the point where he's, you know, violet outbursts and the cops are always having to bring him back home and they're getting ready to do something you know they're gonna to have to do something a little more ultimate to him to keep him at bay they're gonna to have to put him somewhere uh, he's got his son who's been watching him and taking care of him and not really being as successful as he'd like to be because the guy's just he's a big guy and you know he's just hard to control well i'm not going to go through the whole story but basically what happens is this storm comes to town this big tornado and just rattles the town destroys their home when this when this when the tornado goes away there Emmett's there standing and he's got this 12 foot sword in his hand and wow. uh yeah it's this big massive sword and with this sword that he, whenever he's holding the sword he's like back to normal again all of his you know all of his dementia has gone everything like that you know and okay that's that's decent enough but where are you gonna go with it from there well it turns out that there are this there's this god i'm not given any names or anything like that i did read it um i want you to read this but um this god wants his sword back so it's basically about how this god's getting his sword back and who he sends to to battle with him and it's a very short story and uh, it has to do more with like family you know and is it really worth throwing away for the sake of like holding on to a sword holding on to your mind you know and uh, i got to tell you dude it was i read it all in like one sitting and it's really really just very well written You're going to like it a lot. Can't wait, brother. Can't wait. What do you got, man? I know you got some news.
0: Oh, I got a few things. Come Um, on. Come on. I'll start with something silly. So, you know, the snowman came out. You heard anything about the snowman?
1: That is with Magneto. Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender.
0: Yes. Yeah, I have heard about it. You heard how people are kind of
1: panning in a little bit. I just heard that people don't really know what to do with this movie. I have not seen it yeah. yet. I haven't really, you know, I, I did see one quick preview. It has to do with a, a killer, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? Affirmative.
0: That, and, and a lot of people are coming out of the movie saying, I watched the movie. I still don't know what I watched.
1: There's a lot of those out there. Well, anyway, go on, please.
0: Yeah, I don't. And so, but one interesting thing that I was digging through, not so much of the movie. This is a silly piece of noise that no one really, well, people are talking about it, but I think it's really funny. and I think our listeners will love it. So the movie, everyone in the movie has Norwegian names, right? Mm-hmm. For some reason, they gave Michael Fassbender the name Harry
1: Hole. Harry Hole? Yes. Yeah, I heard you correctly, right? <laughs> Seriously? I'm <dead> serious. <laughs> Well, where are you going to go with that? Dude.
0: Why would you just not give him a Norwegian name like everyone else? And why would you go with Harry Hole?
1: You ever see that movie about that killer Harry Hole? That was that was pretty good.
0: Isn't it a weird (laughs) thing, dude? Don't you find I mean, I just found it i I'm like, okay, that should have told everybody this movie's gonna be a joke. That's pretty joke. Totally another joke. You know, I thought it was funny.
1: I mean like when people like even when parents are picking names or something like that, you think that they would think a little smor- more, more uh, intelligently about these things. Like what's it, you know what I mean? One of these days someone's totally gonna have to introduce did. themselves as hi, I'm Harry Hole. Now I realize this That's isn't insane. this is a fictitious thing, right? It is fictitious, correct?
0: It is, but it was in Norway. Who if everyone else has a Norwegian name, oh, you're just tripping on it. It's
1: not a Norwegian name. I'm tripping on the name, the fact that it's Harry Hole. No, Maybe Harry it...
0: Hole is funny, <laughs> but there's so many other reasons they could have gone with a different name. That's just why go with a uh, that name. Let alone that specific name. Why would you do that?
1: Why wouldn't you when the name is Harry? Hole?
0: That I mean, it's so funny. But um, in other less funny news, well, kind of funny. So, De- Dean Devlin's Geostorm is on track for a weekend box office that won't even cover the reshoots.
1: That was the Gerard Butler one, yeah? Yes. I did see a preview for that. Now, it kind of looked like it was like all over the place. Like, part of me kind of wanted to see it, but I don't know. It's another one of those. You know what it is, Steve? All these movies what? are in that. We're in that time right now where we're just about to start releasing all of the big blockbuster movies again. True. Summer's over. We're in the fall and we're getting those kind of like half assed phone in movies or the ones that, you know, maybe it's maybe they could have done better with better, you know, seasonal timing. But I think we're just in that range right now where this is the movies that they're going to get. They're holding off until like another month or so after Thanksgiving.
0: That is in. I mean, that is so bad, dude. Like, did, what did you
1: say? It didn't it didn't make back for the reshoots? money
0: to, for the, re, the reshoot expense. It didn't make that back in the opening weekend. And it doesn't look like it's going to be able to, uh, it might cover it over time, maybe worldwide, but they said it's going to get beat by Madea's oh, uh, damn. Boo 2, a Madea Halloween.
1: They make they so did, much money, man. It's crazy. They
0: make a ton of, mo- uh, they take a ton of money now. And you got the, now you got the make-
1: Halloween thing too. You know what I mean? So that's, that's. Oh,
0: well, yeah, but, uh, but Geostorm, it, like Gerard Brettler used to be a, like, say it said back in the day, it would say Geostorm starring Will Smith. It wouldn't even have to be good. You're automatically gonna beat Boo 2, Medea's Halloween joint. You're gonna beat that. She's Gerard a force Butler to be reckoned to, with, man. Come on, G. Gerard Butler used to have that name. I just don't think he's pulling it like that. I I or I mean I I I, I like Gerard Butler, but I he must not be that guy.
1: I used to drive a Geostorm a 91 geostorm back in the day but it was brand new i think
0: that's what it is yeah i think this is what it is i I, that's why i thought you were going to see it this weekend
1: maybe they would make maybe they would have had like a better luck making a movie about a geostorm per se within the the geostorm
0: that would but it is about a geostorm oh you mean a geostorm is there a thing called a geostorm
1: yeah i used to drive one
0: no i'm saying that's what it's about though a geostorm car
1: no, it's not. It's not about yes, it. It is. No, it's not. That's the reason that I watched the preview. I remember that there. Maybe we Are should. You sure yeah, you know not? what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Seriously. Let's just break for a second. We'll hit pause. Hold on. Let's watch. No, no, hold is. on. Let's watch this preview and then we'll come back and talk about it real quick, okay? Okay. Hold on. All right. So let's break. Let's pause real quick.
0: Break. Yeah, Dan was right. I was lied to.
1: (laughs) Oh, man, I'm a little disappointed now. Like, I was like, did I watch maybe trailer one as opposed to trailer two?
0: Now it even doesn't make more sense. That movie should have done way better than that just off of the special effects. And now I see why the reshoots would cost more than $12 million.
1: I'm just trying to figure out where the fuck you got in your head that this movie is about a geostorm. Because. It would have been dope. I, was told, was I must have been cars. told
0: that And the state of movies is so convincing right now that I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, that's a thing. I see how people go, you know, playing off the nostalgia. Everyone would go see it because they're like, oh, I remember those. And if you're trying to use a Geostorm <laughs> to get away from something, everyone would just watch because...
1: Not a movie about No, a, and apparently a
0: not a movie that investors should have put their money behind either.
1: Well, you know what? We just watched the trailer. Let's talk about that for a second. This this basically is another one of those. They said it's even made by the people that made Independence Day, yep. correct? So it's just another one of those disaster yes. movies. Uh, maybe you know I don't even really have anything critical to say about it as, but maybe the world's just kind of tired of that. Been there, yes. done that. You yes. know. They they're, they, uh, they 2012. They stopped with the, the yeah. vampire. Yeah, but no, I mean, think about it. Like, you know, you just start beating something into the ground. You know, you've got uh, vampire movies that were the big thing for a while. You can say the same thing about zombies. Same, you know, I mean. <laughs> no, I would say zombies
0: are still in vogue. You know, vampires are still in vogue. They'll always be in vogue only depending on how you do them. Because people just love the dead coming back. It's a thing.
1: Walking Dead Is out tonight Speaking of that.
0: I could care less And and mind you I'm into this show dude But either Why don't you care
1: So you know You've got Negan But you've And he's pretty sick But you've got Negan Light And I don't know man I just It just didn't work for me I just thought that What they did with him There was a few good moments I mean who am I I'm just this fucking guy That's podcasting You know what I mean But Personally If you're asking I just felt that It didn't go anywhere The the whole Eugene that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Eugene, the guy with the gotcha. big mullet. Yeah. I don't know, man. I grew tired of him. I grew tired of the fact that there's just sometimes there's just nothing happening. Uh with those those junk people. I don't even know what they're called because yeah. That's where I started was, bailing yeah. out. That's where I okay. bailed out right there, the junk okay. people. But anyway, yeah, to not to ramble on too much about it, but I'm just not feeling it anymore. So, you know what? I'll give it a I'll give it a chance. I'll watch it. Maybe they'll win me back. But I'm not sure, I, man. I'm not mind really you, feeling. I loved last, last season.
0: I, th- I remember I loved Negan. I thought Lee Negan was dope. And you just, you're just, you're just like, I'm not feeling this cat. I'm not feeling this cat. I thought Negan was off the hook. Like, I I loved his style, I loved his groove. Um, but mind you, I've been a fan of Jeffrey Den Morgan, uh, even when he was on Supernatural. Uh, I liked him as the father. I thought he was a really good um, uh, um, dad, the petrofamilia of the Winchester family. But um, I used to. I mean, he was on uh, Grey's Anatomy. He was on, um, you know, he was, uh, the, um,
1: he was the... He was comedian the comedian in The Watchman.
0: He's been in great, and I just like him. People don't like his whole bending his back. I think it's just so groovy, man. I like it. I liked it.
1: No, oh, you know what? When you said bending his back, I know what you mean. Yeah, I've seen memes where they're like at yeah, 90 degree I angles it. and all that. You know what it is? Like, seriously, I'm not bashing Jeffrey Dean Morgan's acting. Or Negan, for that matter. Like I said, it's just, it's it's like Negan light.
0: I me. think, yeah.
1: And yeah. it just, it tend to be a little bit redundant and his like, well, well, well. You know what I'm talking about? Like his whole...
0: Yeah, I dug I that, man. Uh, you know what?
1: Again, I'm going to give it a chance.
0: And also, mind you, I like corny stuff. Like I watch Vampire Diaries. I watch the originals. This the corny stuff is up my alley. So maybe, maybe that's what why why it appeals to me.
1: I'm not going to bash it. I will definitely give it a shot and see if it's worth watching again, but... You know, once you kind of make that decision, it takes a lot to bring you back. You know what's funny? What's that?
0: Speaking of The Walking Dead, I'm going to ask you a question, sir.
1: Well, please do.
0: Now, I'm going to tell you, uh, we're going to do a little guessing game. Game of Thrones, the cast members on Game of Thrones earn about $500,000 an episode, right?
1: I'm going off of your knowledge there.
0: This is true. What would you say the two head actors, Andrew Lincoln and Norman Reedus, How much do you think they make per episode of The Walking Dead? Again, Game of Thrones, 500 grand. What will you put theirs at?
1: You know, the way that you're saying it, I want to say that it's going to be higher. I'm going to go higher just because. I would say they're close to the $800,000 range.
0: Okay. They make $92,000 an episode, G. I'm
1: way the hell off. Seriously? Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's very interesting because... (laughs) Well, you've got seven seasons for each, right? This is the eighth, start of the eighth season. Yes. But the amount of marketing that they put into this, the, Mm -hmm. I mean, Walking Dead is everywhere. You can't escape it even when it's off season. You can't escape Walking Dead. $92,000, huh?
0: Yes. And they, but they have said recently, this is another interesting piece of information. They have said for pay for, um. Uh, they've asked for pay hikes retro, uh, respectively for 7 uh, 7 and 8 and beyond they're going to be going to 80 well they went from 92 and they're going to end up be end up making $650,000 in episode after season 8 that's a pay hike bro that is a pay hike from 92,000 to $650,000 an episode.
1: They do deserve like a, a, a big raise. I mean, if they're making $92,000 and they've been on this long with this much popularity, I find it very hard to believe that they haven't stood up. And I mean, obviously they haven't. If they're just starting to do it now, maybe this is where they started to speak up. But that seems insane to me that Total, there's and, that and big of a difference.
0: There's that big of a... And the kid, um, whose name is uh, Chandler Riggs, he makes thirty grand an episode.
1: That's good money for a kid his age. He doesn't that's need that's good money that.
0: for it. But, but like Laura K. Lauren Lauren I'm just hating she, on
1: him because he makes more money than me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All of the other people make four between forty to sixty thousand dollars an episode, which isn't bad money. But I'm interested to see how their pay hike translates into the ancillary characters, where they're just like, wait a minute, we should not be only making forty to sixty thousand dollars per episode if they're making six hundred and fifty. Are they ten times more important than us? Ten times.
1: I'm looking that up right now. Like, I mean, oh my god, it's right there. According to the published reports, Andrew Lincoln earns ninety thousand dollars per episode.
0: How insane is
1: that, dude? It, it doesn't make any sense to me. I, I I'm I'm baffled. That's the big that's news. That's not this bad week. money,
0: but that's not bad money. No, that's no, not no. bad. It's money. Great
1: money. I mean, you know, that's that's fantastic. I wish I was making that. Considering.
0: Considering. Like, and here's my issue. I wouldn't even bench it with, with uh, Game of Thrones. If someone was like, "Well, they're making that much," if I was the producer, I'd be like, "Just calm down. That's Game of Thrones, and we're doing Walking Dead." But the fact that they're going to get a six hundred and fifty thousand dollars per episode situation—that's making more than Game of Thrones now.
1: We're also compa- that's true. And I was gonna, I was about to say, we're also comparing HBO to AMC. But if they're actually going to do a pay, hi- you know, they're going to hike it up above that. You know, Game of Thrones cast isn't going to settle for that. There's going to be some delays no. with deals. That's insane. That's just crazy. Because you know and the budget. I can only the imagine way- the budget has got to be so much different. I don't have no numbers in front of me, but the budget's got to be so much different when you're doing. I think it takes like I want to say it takes like a month to make one Game of Thrones episode
0: uh-huh. with CGI and all that stuff. Right. More.
1: And they're 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 probably rock. I'm just guessing. I'm I'm assuming they're probably rocking one out on Walking Dead set. What in a week? And that's my thing. Like, I, I don't think that their overhead is that much because, like, say
0: you're paying the whole cast and all the cast comes to say two million dollars, two point two million dollars an episode. They're not having to pay for a, a massive set. They don't have to go and make Stark Industries. They're they're filming in Georgia, which probably gives them a tax uh, a tax break, and they might be making hand over fist, you know. So that much that much money isn't a big deal to them.
1: We're in the wrong business, and the, man.
0: And it's not going to be just them. There's no way it's going to be just them. I just the article the article compares it to Game of Thrones, and I and if that's the tactic they use, I'm surprised that it worked because I'd be shocked if the if the producers weren't like, dude, this isn't Game of Thrones. However, Andrew Lincoln can command that. Norman Reedus can, but they could also be like, we could just kill you off. We could just kill you off and have Michonne take more of the legwork. We could. You know what I'm saying now if Norman Reedus and uh, deny I forgot her I forgot her her, her full name, but um, uh, what's her name? Um, Michonne's. Yeah, Michonne's name. Her real her, her real name. I always mispronounce it. Um, dang, I forgot her real name.
1: I got you, brother. I got you. Thing. It's all right.
0: Oh, there it goes. It's episode, Guerrera. It's episode Guerrera.
1: one, man. Don't don't beat yourself up too much. Here. Yeah,
0: Deny <laughs> Guerrera. If they, if if Norman Reedus and Deny and all the ancillary carriers partner up and say, look, we want to have this much money, they could do it. But since Andrew Lincoln and, and Norman Reedus are going to, in fact, get the same amount of money, dude, that whole. An- and here's the weird part. I didn't think Norman Reedus was the co-headline. I thought it was Michonne. They have it as Norman Reedus.
1: Oh, they're loving Reedus, man. They wouldn't have kept him around so long. He wasn't even the comics. You know what I mean? But how is how is
0: Michonne not the
1: co-headline? He, she's literally his girlfriend.
0: I, I don't understand exactly how that works, only because I think it would make a bigger um, hit. I think it would hit harder if Michonne left than Norman Reedus. Her death would make a bigger impact, which is why they teased it in the season finale. They teased her death. They didn't tease Norman's death. They teased her death because they knew it would make a bigger impact.
1: You know what? I, I don't know. They're, they're keeping Norman Reedus around. People just love the hell out of this guy. Um, they do like
0: him. And he has that other show on AMC. Is it AMC or the Travel Channel? Where
1: I think he's it's on a the, motorcycle? I think it's the Travel Channel. Yeah, where he's going. Yeah, I've seen that one. I've seen, and it just I, got
0: renewed again.
1: I've never actually watched the whole episode, but I did kind of flip through and watch it one time. I'm not a big Norman Reedus guy. You know what I mean? Um, Neither am I. People like you. Have no to offense like to the man. Him. Yeah. It's yeah just, you, you have
0: to like him to watch him ride randomly through different areas that you're never going to visit.
1: Wish him all the luck in the world. It's just it's just not my cup of tea, brother. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly. So that is our wonderful Walking Dead news. One last thing. Uh, they interviewed Jason Momoa, and uh, he has confirmed that the next Aquaman is only going to be an origin story.
1: How do you feel about that? So, you know what? I think I go against the grain on this here, but Uh I kind of like origin stories. I know people don't. Yeah, I know a lot of people don't like them, but I kind of dig that. You know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. You got 900 Spider-Mans. I'm not really looking for an origin story.
0: Which, which is why I love that they didn't on the recent one. I, re- I actually watched it, by the way. And? I like that they didn't do the orange. I love It's my favorite Marvel movie since Blade.
1: We'll come back to that. Let's continue on okay. this real quick.
0: But so- no, I like, I like that Superman. I like that Spider-Man didn't because we know his origin story. Aquaman, I'm on your side with because I don't know where the hell Aquaman came from.
1: I was never a big Aquaman fan, you know, with reading comics growing up. So this is really new to me. Now, I know we're dealing with Broquaman this time. It's going to be a big different. It's going to be a real. It's going to be a different take. I'm not entirely sure that I'm going to be digging it, but I'm definitely going to try and hit it like most things that I do with an open mind. You know? Yes. Um, and I do try to give everything a chance. There's not much that I oh, go totally. and be like, oh, I'm just not watching that unless it's something so far away from what I'm, you know, into. But I'm usually pretty open minded about those kind of things. But yeah. I don't know I man, th- I've been watching I've been watching these these Justice League trailers, or the Justice League trailer. And there's it's too much too much rock and roll for me, you know. What's he say? What's his yes. line? My man, I think is what he says. I man.
0: like it though. I like his groove, man. I like it.
1: Like I said, I'm open to it. I don't really know much about the origin story. I don't know anything in fact about the origin story of Arthur Neither Curry. Do I. I didn't know his, um, I didn't
0: know he was a person before Aquaman. I thought he was just Aquaman. <laughs> I didn't know he was like Arthur Curry.
1: Like I mean, I have some basic knowledge. I think I, uh, well, I don't want to spoil anything, especially since it's going to be like he'll start coming out here. when It comes out like November seventeenth, so I, I have a an an inkling of knowledge about the, you know the story of Arthur Curry. Um, I believe that there's some royalty and from the sea involved, and oh. he was he was placed into a like a fisher town or something like that, and. I don't okay. know. You know what? I'm not even going to bother going there because I really, now that I'm talking about it, I don't fucking have any idea what's up with Arthur Curry. Do I, like, So I'm uh, actually more interested in seeing an origin story than I would be just throwing him in.
0: Uh, so I, I, I'm open only because I like watching Jason Momoa. Um, His quote is, he says, quote, it's the whole origin story for sure. You'll see Arthur and everything. It goes from before he was born. It's the whole mythology of it. It's unbelievable where we start in this movie and where we end up. Right now, I'm filling all of the stuff and it's pretty insane. I hate comparing things, but when I watch Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, you'll see all these amazing worlds and the places they go and you watch Star Wars and they do battles in space. Well, what do you think is going to happen underwater?
1: So they've got Aquaman, you know, like in modern times, I'm assuming it's like 2017. Now, do you know anything like, is he supposed to be hundreds of years old too? Have you heard anything about this? I'm imagining what from what
0: from the quote it looks like they're going to be fighting different worlds underwater different underwater worlds or something like that they have I mean it's wide open I'm imagining they're going to come from a point of um, I don't think it's in our universe obviously because I have a feeling Atlantis is a thing probably probably I don't know but I'm, I'm imagining Atlantis is a thing right.
1: I mean, I would assume so. That I'm pretty sure that's that's what I was getting at earlier. I was like, had to do with like the royalty thing. I didn't want to go too far into it, but I, uh, is it Neptune? I'm gonna probably, you know what? There's probably someone that's like well versed in Aquaman, ready to slap the shit out of me. Please right leave a <laughs> voicemail. Leave a <laughs> yeah,
0: voicemail, please. For
1: us, please tell me how I don't know, because I'll tell you, I yeah. d- I don't I don't know anything about it. But neither do I. I do I, believe I, that I, Atlantis I, is a big part of it, and I want to say Neptune is too, but I could be wrong about that.
0: I mean, that's I'm gonna watch it. We're both gonna watch it. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, I watch them watch all.
1: It. Whether or not it's something that I'm going to be into or not, I, you know what I'm going to. I, I'm looking forward to watching it. I'll tell you that much. So am I. And I let's think see we what happens. Go,
0: we should definitely go. Yes, absolutely. Now, um, this next piece of news is a biggie, which leads us into our conversation. Do you want to go ahead and and give the rundown of our our next interesting uh, events of the last two weeks, Dan?
1: You know, it's going to be fun too to see where this springs off of because I know that this show that they're listening to right now is not going to be what's happening. A month from now We're going to We're going to Streamline it a little bit But this is the point Of the show Where we're going to Tackle one subject And uh, it could be anything You know At first Like I said We were starting off We were just going to Do nothing but pop culture But you know what We're just going to Deal with like What we're feeling Basically what it is And Mm -hmm. um, you know We really couldn't Ignore the events That has gone over The last couple of weeks Uh, And what I'm referring to Is the uh, The sexual escapades Of Harvey Weinstein Ladies and gentlemen What we're talking about today What Steve and I thought Would be an interesting Thing to talk about as we sit and uh, bullshit in a parking lot after midnight for you know an hour at a time, usually after work, is it okay, ladies and gentlemen? Is it all right if you're if you're into something, you know, you're into a a, a certain artist, um, musical, act actor, you know, whatever it is, and then a big scandal comes up, something like this, and creates this giant stigma, you know, and and um, I mean, it's basically a, it's like a shame carnival right now on Twitter you know what I'm saying and it's and mm-hmm. you, and it's you can't you can't escape it is it okay to continue to like the art that these people have produced huh. you know I mean that's a big subject when you think about it there because that, yes. that's that's almost like a judge of character wouldn't you say
0: yes I mean um look I think a big one a big one for us for us specifically. Um, Like Harvey Weinstein was big I'm sure for both of us But I think a big one in the same vein That we can use for a certain conversation Was Bill Cosby
1: Great one, yeah that's another great one to talk about You know, Did Um, you stop watching the Cosby show? Yeah But I also did that like 25 years ago (laughs) So yes Steve I have put that shit way past me brother But I see what you're saying Because you know Cosby was the man Up until all that scandal happened Cosby was my man I mean I had like... I loved Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids. That's where I got my first... I mean, I remember my dad listening to old Bill Cosby albums, like comedy albums when I was a kid. But my first, you know, it was always get out of here. You're not supposed to be hearing this. Even though he was fairly clean, That my dad just was very strict on like what I would listen to. Um, and then suddenly he just... Oh, well, you know what? Scratch all that. Here's Eddie Murphy, uh, Delirious. You know, here you go, sixth grader. Listen to that. <laughs> but for a while, yeah. when I was a yeah. kid, my dad just wouldn't let me listen to that kind of stuff, you know? So my introduction to Bill Cosby was... Fat Albert. Loved it. If I was sitting on my couch right now and an old episode of Fat Albert came on, I would naturally be compelled to watch that. Like, I would feel like, oh, it's Fat Albert. It's my joint. Is it okay to do that, though, now? Like, does that make me a bad person? Dan? Yay or nay? Give it to me.
0: What's your, what's your, what's your opinion?
1: <laughs> well, before I do, I kind of want to hear what you have to say about that. Because, <laughs> yeah, that was a nice try, man. That was a nice try, you sneaky bastard. But, I
0: will say... um, oh
1: man but hold on see like this goes further though because I mean let's not before you answer that question let's take another huge huge component to this here now Uh to be fair this person is deceased and to also be fair there was never any true like legal action that came what am I trying to say there was no prison time Mm -hmm. you know um, essentially they escaped outside of their pride and, and slight reputation They escaped fairly unscathed and, and continued to have A successful career But I'm going to take One of your favorites Steve And you know who I'm talking about Michael Jackson <laughs> At, Now I know That's close to home Right there That's close to your heart I love And, and for the record I love me Michael, some Michael Jackson But I just already told you Right now That I'm not sure If truly That makes me a good person I don't know man Like I think No fuck that I'm a good person But uh-huh. is it But is it okay to like that, like, like, should I, should I, inc- uh, I don't know. It's a really tough subject, man. I, I want to hear what All you right. have to say about
0: that. All right. Here's okay. So I have a very, very, very rough um, answer to this. Um, I don't believe it is okay to like their art. And I believe that when we do, and we do, we're doing a bad thing. Those two can go intermingle with each other. I believe that if we know that a person is bad, say R. Kelly, and we still buy his music, that makes us a there that we're doing a bad thing.
1: You could and say the same no, thing
0: about Chris Brown. Totally. We are doing a bad thing. Now, do we do it anyway? Probably. But I will stay on the side of if someone is doing especially like I think there are levels, but we're going to talk literally we're going to talk specifically about um, domestic violence and sexual attacks I guess um rape so on and so forth sexual um, abuse yeah sexual abuse i don't think we should uh, we should take that out of our rotation only because in my opinion as human beings it, it enables us to look over things and dulls our sensitivity we're we're able to look over more and more and more and more we're able to dismiss more things and more things and more oh that's not that oh it's not that bad And it's easier for us to just disable that part of the brain that says, hey, I don't think this is right. What he does is wrong. We can't go with that. We could just disable that and just say, oh, no, 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 but I really like his music. No, no, no. You should let, and mind you, are we going to do that? Heck no. But I do think we need to come to terms with the fact that if we do, it's a bad thing, period. It's not close for me. What about you?
1: So it's like what you're saying is that for the sake of this, I know um, we won't really get into religion here, but I, you know, you and I yes. have both discussed how we feel about religion. Yes. So, for the purpose of this conversation, you're committing a sin, but you're okay with committing that sin. Totally. Okay. That's now, what it okay, is. but on that, okay, on that same note, are you just being selective?
0: Oh, um, yes, for everything. Every, right? I think. I think. Yeah, we are totally. If we listen to someone. Who is now there are degrees? That's why we ch- chose sexual abuse. There are degrees. If someone shoplifts, I'm like, oh, come on. But if someone, um, it's just like OJ. When we sit there and talk about OJ and how terrible he is, yes, we don't like him because he murdered his ex wife and got off and, and got away with it. So we think, and so, you know, even though the jury let him go or whatever, we don't, whatever. He got away with it. We hate him. However, Chris Brown obviously beat the piss out of Rihanna. We have pictures of it and people still go to those concerts and they will call those two different things.
1: And he's very successful. I mean, it, that's, let's, let's, not, successful. Uh, yeah, let's not gloss over it. I mean, I was actually looking at that. I don't have any numbers in front of me, but his record sales did not.
0: Diminish did not shake. Neither did
1: in neither fact, Kelly. Yes, in fact, they, I'm willing to bet that they actually, just because that's, that's, that's people's way. You know what I mean? Like yes. there, it's the curiosity, the more morbid totally. curiosity, you know, totally. someone dies, Chris Cornell dies. Soundgarden record sales go up. You know yes. what I mean. That's that's just the way human nature is for some part. But I think that it, it kind of proves that there's this huge level of hypocrisy with people.
0: Totally. There. It's, it's. It's. An, it's it, I think it. If your talent outweighs in your brain, a person's talent can outweigh what they did. If you're talented enough, you can get away with anything. Anything you could get away with, no question. Um. I mean. If we look at the Beatles, look at uh, John, uh, John or John Lennon. You know, he he was he was abusive to his 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 significant other, and people just are like, "Well, what are you gonna do?" But like, you could just not listen to the Beatles. Are we gonna not? No. But we have to also then admit that we're doing a bad thing. Then you can't just say, "If you can make," how do you make the argument that it's okay to support their art? Because if you support their art, you are in fact giving them money.
1: It's like positive reinforcement rush- in a weird way.
0: It is totally, they're like, you're giving them money. That's a reason why if Charles Manson writes a book, they're not going to let him profit off that book. Why? Because he shouldn't profit if he's in prison for doing something bad. Whereas out here, since you haven't been caught, you almost get rewarded for getting away with it.
1: Yeah. And dude, we're at this infantile stage right now. Like this is still fresh. It's just a couple weeks old. There has been no trials yet. I'm willing to bet that there's going to be more accusations coming out. Oh, yeah. You know, and in fact, it's kind of started a whole domino effect with that kind of thing. I mean, like yeah. that shit's everywhere now. And there's people getting accused everywhere, even like someone like uh, our president, for instance. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? he won. Yeah. He won. Let's just and say he won,
0: which has now, now people are like, well, I mean, that shows this is what we think of women as a country. And now you're just, it's starting to trickle down where it's just like, as let's just say we put Harvey Weinstein Let's just say we put we finally catch Roman Polanski, put him in prison. We catch every sexual abuser and Trump's still president. It's like, well, yeah, you got the little guys, but ultimately you gave the the pretty much the leader of the free world. You gave that job to someone who openly admitted doing things like this.
1: Yeah, but I mean, and I'm not defending the man. Trust me, I'm not. But I don't think Trump ever really admitted to saying I mean, he just said it was like what do you call it? Locker room talk, right? So, like, but there was no, I'm just saying, I'm not defending him. Trust me. I'm yes, but yes. what I'm saying is the guy still won, and all he eh, it was just locker room talk, he just blew it off. You know what I mean? Yeah. But nobody, even if he said I did it, it wouldn't have affected his numbers, and it has, and apparently it has And I mean, depending on what you yeah. look at, I mean, you know what, that's not true. I mean, I think that he's doing without getting into politics, because trust me, I don't want to turn this into a political thing, and I don't feel, um, I feel a little too biased to really go down that road. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. really don't think I can say much positive, much positive things about him. Many positive things about him, but the studies are, you know, saying that he could be the most unpopular president in the history of the country. Um, yeah. But the thing is, is that it's not necessarily about that. And this guy's nah. too busy. He's too busy putting his foot in his mouth and and pissing people That's off left it. and right. Right. So, so it, so it kind of like almost masks all that other stuff. But it's Cold. still, it, but it's still it there. Is-
0: It sucks because it didn't take that to put him down. It took other stuff to get his poll numbers to go down. I mean, it's a terrible situation we're in. However, like, like say with Weinstein, his brother, like when they first made a contract in this contract, there was a stipulation saying Weinstein had in his contract, quote, his um, employment could not be terminated over sexual harassment claims if he paid off women to silence them in his contract for the Weinstein company. That is insanity. That is insanity.
1: Now, I'm going to be very careful. Do me a favor. Read that to me yes. one more time before I put my foot okay, in my mouth. Here we go.
0: Harvey Weinstein quote. This is from um. This is from the Telegraph. Quote, Harvey Weinstein had a contract drawn up in 2015 in which the board of his film company could not terminate his employment over sexual harassment claims if he paid off women to silence them. As long as he paid out the money himself, according to reports, "quote." Uh, unquote.
1: Wow, that's like as dirty as it gets, right there. I mean, that's that that's mean, it, that is that's acknowledgement crazy. right up front.
0: It's insanity, dude. Because he smelled what was coming down the pike. He saw that people were falling left and right. Cosby, all these people. He's like, oh snap. And quote." Another quote. "Quote." The fine to the company was on a sliding scale. The um, TMZ reported. Two hundred fifty thousand for the first payout, five hundred thousand for the second instance, and seven hundred fifty for the third, and one million for each additional instance. He had unquote the the he has to pay it out of his own pocket. But if he does, he cannot be terminated. I mean, it's insanity.
1: I don't even know what's <laughs> it's, insane. It's dumbfounding, bro. <laughs>
0: it is insane. And mind you, this doesn't pre- this doesn't preclude him or protect him from legal problems it only means he can't be fired from his company that's it
1: that's too much man i mean it's crazy but it's the amount but the amount of people that have to be behind something like that now just just in case less people think that we're kind of drifting which in a way i guess we kind of are but i want to get back to it because we were talking about you know is it is it okay to continue to like the art to is it Mm -hmm. you know forgiving a celebrity for the sake of art yes um the amount of people that had to go into doing something like that. Yes, it's insane. So it's 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 like um, don't ask, don't tell, or I don't know, man. That blows my mind. I I was not aware of that, Steve. You kind of just caught me off guard on that one. It right
0: really it caught me off guard too because I was like, when I when I heard it, I heard it on a um, one of the podcasts I listened to a um, a political podcast, and I was like, that can't be true. You know, and, and the funny thing is, of course it was true because, you know, they, they're, they're going to fact check only because if they're wrong, you know, they could be sued or whatnot. Now, for me, I think that that's not even the worst of it. I think the worst of it was the fact that he just did it. Um, but again, coming back to if, if I'm going to hold, say I'm holding myself to a perfect situation. I'm not talking about Michael and the I never liked Michael Jackson. I never liked the Beatles. I never liked Bill Cosby. I never liked these people that hit their wives or sexually abused people. Only I only liked Weinstein, but I need to hold myself up to this huge, massive stipulation, right? That means I couldn't watch The Libertine, uh, Hoodwinked, Lucky Number Slevin, clerks. Scary Movie. Kirks, clerks. Clerks, Clerks 2, The Protector. Pulp School Fiction. For, gee, Pulp Fiction. I mean,
1: it goes. That it one no hurts. King- <laughs> that one grindhouse, hurts a lot, Grindhouse. Black sheep, dude. You know, but but the thing is, with Rambo. each with Damn. each with each of these movies that we're putting out, yes, Harvey Weinstein's behind it. He's the man. He's, He's the, the man. man that that allowed these movies to be made. But they mm-hmm. were also, but they were made by various people. I mean, we're not, we're you know Quentin totally Tarantino. True. Quentin Tarantino was in the news recently. Um, true. What was the quote Quentin had? I think I actually pulled that there because I was a little disturbed. A little disturbed would be a good way of Mm -hmm. saying it, you know, because basically in a a nutshell here. Well, here, here's the quote. And this is actually off of MSN.com. Basically, the the simplest quote is, I knew enough to do more than I did. Quentin Tarantino. That's that's a lot. On Harvey Weinstein. That's a lot. That's a lot. You know, but they're they're going over a whole... like, Like, you know, we're just sitting here trying to figure out, like, is it okay to like a song after someone does something like this? These guys... Have to make the moral decision of is it okay give up my morals or to 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 look the other way for the sake of my personal gain for the sake of putting out something that I've had a dream of for all this time. Exactly. you know what I mean. That's, exactly. a, that's a huge decision to make, and that that's definitely man. There's that that's definitely says a lot about people, just in general. I mean,
0: a lot of them knew, and here's the worst part: like, um, the people knew that if you did. Stand up to Harvey Weinstein. The dude have pa- It's over. He had the power at one point to end your career. You will not even get off first base without his okay. If you have the misfortune of having a, a an audition in front of him and he could make your career and you say, no, I'm not going to do what you asked me to. You will never get work in this town. Chances are he could make it happen unless he happened to forget. He could make it so that you will never work in this town again, bro. Ever. So you have to make your decision. Am I gonna sit here and give him a massage? Am I gonna watch him jack off in front of me? Am I gonna do these things just to get ahead just to get going?
1: I mean that's a that's and that's the thing, is you, that's something that they have to live with for the rest of their lives, you know, and hopefully it was Listen, I don't want to make this sound weird, okay? because I'm definitely like not on the Weinstein side and I'm definitely just I'm going to put that out there right now for the sake of this here. because if I flub the shit, I'm not this kind of a person. And this is episode one. I don't want to screw this up. But, you know, these are decisions that are being made by these individual women to do this type of a thing. You know, this is this is their career. They didn't walk away from it there. That's that's like a level of power that I can't comprehend right there. Do you know what it's I mean? Crazy. That's because, it's, you know, I can either choose to do this movie that may change my life. Maybe it won't, but probably it's going to do a lot. I'll, it's going to be do more than than me not doing the movie. Yes. Or I mean, I walk away from it completely.
0: Totally. These, you know, it, now it's, this, this is huge. That's huge.
1: They had to take that into consideration. Like this person has probably done this to a whole bunch of other people. Is it OK to support this for the sake of personal gain?
0: That's the that's the secret you just hit on the head.
1: They didn't just you you didn't just
0: do it to one. If you got caught with one, it's the equivalent of I I don't know Star Wars, but I do know there's a the sand creature with its tentacle sticking out of the sand. Oh yeah yeah yeah. The one person you find is that tentacle. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> the one person that that he gets found with, or that comes out, or that he gets caught with, that's the tentacle in the uh, out of the sand. But underneath that guaranteed there are tons that he what are the chances that that was the only person hell no like for and and that's why when you say there's a lot of people he did that to that's what you you can't just sit there and say I won't watch his movie because Lupita Nyong'o got got um harassed Mm -mm. it wasn't just her it was Asia Argento not only and Asia Argento admitted she just let him do to her What he wanted to do. And check this out. Quote, A.J. Argento, the movie actress, is facing pushback in her home country after speaking out about an alleged rape at the hands of Harvey Weinstein. Public opinion in Italy has sided more with Weinstein than Argento. So she has to flee. Gee, can you believe? It's unbelievable, dude. This is what, this is, you've caused an actress. These these are, that's how powerful this guy is. This is how powerful Weinstein is. And so when we're talking about, is it okay to listen to a person's art? the, The reason I'm so fiery about, no, it's not, is because you're not just affecting the one person. A bunch of people have been affected by this person. You're actually sticking up and making a point to stick up for every single one of the people he's done over the 20 years or 30 years he's been doing this and you're saying, you know what? I won't participate in it. You're not doing anything participating directly, but you're saying I wash my hands of giving this person money. I'm done. People will make the excuse. They'll say, Hey, but you're, you're also giving, you know, the assistant directors and the writers and the editing room and the, 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 the people that use the mics and the people that build the sets and they're making all this money. And, and so you're taking money away from them. Maybe. But that means that if O.J. writes a book, I don't want to take money from the editor. That doesn't sound cool, does it? You're going to right. be like, oh, stop it. Well, then you can't say it for the other people then. There's a lot of people that are going to make money off an O.J. book too, which you're saying, I wouldn't buy it. Why? Because you know it's bad. So just don't. And I'm talking to myself here too. We're all going to still watch shady crap, but just don't tell yourself it's okay. You watch it knowing you're doing, some. You're doing, ugh, I shouldn't be doing this. Hey. Be
1: real. It's a dark concept to think about, man. Seriously, uh, hey, you know what? Real quick, I wanted just to really, really stress that right there. I wasn't saying it was okay that oh. that these women did these things. I mean, they're in a really fucked up situation. Yes, you know what I mean. And but it's again, it's part. It's, and I'm not saying they got what's coming to them. And I'm not saying anything like that. No, no. And I'm you know, and even when I say these words, you know, they made the decision to do that. I'm not talking about like you know fuck them because they get oh, what yeah. they no nothing like that they yeah. get what they deserve nothing like that that's the level of power that this dude had and everyone's been calling him a monster he is a monster you know what I mean he's, he's a monster he's, but that's just this level of of human nature that I think is very interesting that we've kind of touched upon is is where I mean I think it's just this, it's the simple need to. Man, I really want to be careful with this. Man. I'm a little nervous to say all this shit. But no, it's it's you know. What I mean? but, but it's no, no. Seriously, yeah. like I mean, I know, yeah. kind of know what I want to say. It's we make these decisions, the decisions that were made, I should say, were for self gain. You know, and how much silence throughout that whole community? How much stuff are we still going to hear that hasn't yeah. been brought up yet? You know what I mean? Sure. It, yeah. it, it's amazing to me. You know, but that's that. I think you know, kind of getting back to what we were the main subject is why is it okay? Is it, it's not okay. That's the thing. It's not, I don't know. It's just crazy, but we're still going to continue. Yes. We're still going to continue (laughs) to do that. I mean,
0: only ask, my only ask is to acknowledge that what you're doing is not cool. That's it. Acknowledge it so that that piece of your brain that still clings on to, we can't support bad people is still there.
1: Don't let it go. That's all. I mean, it's ugly. You think about someone like, say, Corey Feldman. Yes. And I think that's going to start coming out a lot more now, too, is, you know, there, there's this is sort of um, taking precedence. This Weinstein situation is taking precedence right now. But let's not I mean, let's not even overlook the whole it's still regarding sexual assault. But now we're talking about pedophilia in the movie. Industry. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and, and he's he said years ago that this was going on and no one really touched anything on it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we got yeah. your Roman Polanskis, and we got your your Woody Allens. But Woody Allen's still making movies.
0: Yes, they're true.
1: So I guess you're just sort of left now with what you can do to, to rise above it. Let's take, like, say, Kevin Smith.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you and I both were kind of talking, you know, off mic about this for a while, wondering when Kevin Smith was going to say something. I mean, he's kind of, would you say for the sake of this conversation, he's kind of a hero to us, right? I mean, we're inspired by his podcasting. We're inspired by the, the, the movies he's made. And we, you know, we, we did Kevin Smith is what I'm getting at. Of course. Um, but I think that you and I both were a little, I mean, I think to be honest, I think we both kind of jumped the gun a little too quickly, but we were both sort of surprised that he didn't say anything at first. He said, Oh, what was it? Cause I remember we had this conversation and he, you know, he basically just said that, um, so Kevin Smith says, you know, that he he comes out at first and he said that he was ashamed, you know, that Harvey Weinstein financed his films. And, he you know, he said, uh, matter of fact, I'll read his tweet. He said he financed the first 14 years of my career. And now I know while I was profiting, others were in terrible pain. It makes me feel ashamed. So when we first read that, we didn't feel it was enough. But then he comes out later and he was on Hollywood Babylon. And, uh, you know, he, he kind of broke down. Now, I know Kevin Smith cries a lot. <laughs> just in general you can watch the flash and cry but you know he, he kind of broke down on this one here you know and he's in a situation where he didn't know according to Kevin Smith he he didn't know this was going on he didn't get that kind of treatment he didn't see that side of Weinstein you know I've got no choice but to you know go with what he you know I, I, don't, I don't believe Kevin Smith you know um, but he's feeling terrible about it and he's actually taking a stand and I thought this was pretty cool man um, that he's just recently announced that he's going to take all of the individual, excuse me, not the individuals, the residuals from all the movies that he's made, such as Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Clerks, and he's going to be donating, I think he said $2,000 a month from his residuals to Women in Film, which is a nonprofit organization supporting female filmmakers. I think that's pretty cool. He's doing what he can, you know what I mean? But he's kind of like, Washed his hands Of Weinstein now And I think that's cool That's you know Kind of like what we're saying here Is it okay to like that He's like no fuck that I'm sort of ashamed Of these movies now But this is what My livelihood is This is how I'm eating This is what made me You know Viable and interesting To what you're What you're reading today What you're hearing me That's his outlet He We wouldn't have no Kevin Smith If it wasn't for Harvey Weinstein You know But he's washed his hands of it so I think that's that's way classy, man. I haven't seen too many people doing that so far. But I
0: I think that's awesome.
1: I do think that though when we were just talking at first, I think that we didn't really give him enough chance to think. I mean, he's a person, you know what I mean? Like that's a huge thing. And and now after hearing him talk about that on Babylon, I don't know if I could just come right out and, and give this statement, especially if I'm in a different situation, such as the situation he's saying. You know, I, I was kind of completely removed for this here, but I was benefiting from this. He doesn't want it anymore. I don't know. Maybe I'm fucking babbling, dude, but it just, I just thought that, that, I I thought that that was really classy of him to do that. You know what I mean? But it it could, but you know, then you go back to what we were talking about before. Even though there was no legal action that really happened with Michael Jackson, there are a lot of people that made these claims. I mean, there was a lot of behavior, a lot of things they found afterward that not, didn't necessarily prove it to be true, but sort of steered it into the direction that, you know, he was, he was mentally unstable, man. And he, you know, yeah. he did like kids. He, you know, I don't want to even call him a pedophile because it wasn't anything that was legally documented. But that's, he allegedly liked children. Let's just say that. Yes. But Thriller comes on. What do you do?
0: Exactly. Well, what, what what, should I do?
1: You know, let's. there's a movie called 13 Going on 30. Um, I'm thinking about this particular because I just said Thriller. It's a, a Jennifer Garner movie. Uh-huh. And there's this big scene where they have like this full on, Thriller, it's like, it's like a Christmas party or something like that, and everyone's mm-hmm. dancing to the Thriller. They're celebrating the song Thriller is basically what yes. I'm getting at. Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels did a, something with somebody. It wasn't really Run the Jewels per se, but it was an artist that yes. did a big... I think you've seen that before, right? Where it's like the yeah, pistol the pistol and the fist, but it's mm-hmm. like Thriller style. My point is, is that it's still being celebrated. Of course. So, it's just something that I guess we're just going to do. That's just a fucked up answer to it. That's just... We're gonna do it if we like to, you know.
0: There's no question. I and and um, I mean, again, I'll. I'll uh, I mean, I think we both come to the same conclusion that it's no, it's not okay. And I think there's an undeniable no, it's not okay. I think it's a. I mean, people will try to. I'm sure people will come up with amazing, great arguments for why it is okay. But deep down somewhere in their brain, they know we're just making a really good argument why it's okay when it's really not. You know, people are going to say, well, you know, America was founded on a bunch of merch. Should we all leave? I mean, technically, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not nice. ours. You know what I'm saying? Technically, it's not ours. But in in a perfect world, when you do something horrible like sexual abu- uh, abuse or a domestic violence, your career is over. Your career is over, but that is not the world we live in. So individually, the only thing we can do is make our little dot in the world and say. And I'll even go this far: if you're, if even if you're, um, I'm not okay. I'm not telling you what to do. But if you're going to do it, rip it. Maybe a person could rip it from somewhere. And be like, you know what? I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going <laughs> to give you gonna money. I was going to bring
1: that up. I was going to bring that up. Actually. I'm at
0: least not going to give you money for this joint. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, um it's not right that's my uh, that's my opinion it's not it's not right what, what's your what's your solid yay or nay sir
1: no i mean it's funny that you say that cuz i was actually going to i've kind of backed off of saying that but is that, is that the way we stick it to them you know what i mean it's like okay yeah. well hey i like your stuff but you did you did some terrible things so i'm not going to pay for it that's how i'm totally. going to make myself feel it's it's simply just making yourself feel better about
0: it totally you know, totally. So um when we first started do-
1: talking about this, sorry, Steve, I just want to say yeah, when we first ahead. started talking about this, even when we were just talking about what we were going to say, I wasn't really sure where it was going to go, because I think that on the surface, we already knew the answer to the question. Of course, you know, but it is something to talk about there. Um What do you guys think? You know, is, you, is there Please. anybody out there that you listen to that you you think is uh let's I mean, I don't know, let's throw somebody out there. Uh, give me somebody there where there's like real proof. Of these uh, these things, okay. Let's just take Bill Cosby, okay. Bill Cosby, right there. Do you watch the? Do you continue? It's hard because he's not super relevant anymore. But you know what I mean. Like he hasn't. He's still not putting out work. You can't say you would. You still watch Ghost Dad? Nobody watched Ghost Dad, Steve. No one watched Ghost Dad. I did. Oh shit, you would. But (laughs) but. I liked it. Do you still enjoy the Cosby Show? Do you still enjoy? cosby himself which is a classic Jesus, dude that's a classic piece of film <laughs>
0: for every stand-up comic if you ask them what are the best four or three stand-up routines himself is going to be on their list
1: it's it. it's just the real i mean to this day you'll still every once in a while hear someone do the dad is great give yeah. us a chocolate, <laughs> <cake." laughs> <the> chocolate cake <laughs> or the de- you know the dentist skit when he goes to the dentist exactly. with the fiber yeah, it's all classic. <laughs> Did you smell the fiber? <laughs> you know, it's like we're laughing yes. right now. We're, we're celebrating Bill Cosby as we talk yes. right now. That's yes. the crazy part. But fact of the matter is, we he was do. he was a bit of a cocktailsman. You know. totally, he, he, totally. Uh, That's it.
0: And and um so yes, please let us know what you think. I mean, do you think it's okay? Do you think uh people should do this? But uh, or not should do, do you should we listen to the music? Should we support? What they do, and if you do believe we should, explain. If you don't, explain. Either email us or um, send us a voicemail. Uh, We're going to give you all that information before we leave here. And please, uh, also, if you want to um, give us a a subject that you'd like us to discuss, if there's something that you're like, you know what, this is an interesting um conversation that I would like to hear about an hour or so on to dissect please do this because that's what we're trying to do we're trying to cut through the noise the obvious Weinstein Quentin Tarantino uh Bill Cosby blah 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 we're trying to cut through that and actually get to the substance and pull something very interesting out so please give us a call but before we leave and give you all that information um Dan has uh we both have clothing thoughts so uh Dan what what clothing
1: thoughts do you have for us today well, Stevie, no, I'm disgusted with the human race, basically. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you know, after talking about that there, yeah, I mean, I guess it really is what we've come to the conclusion about is that, you know, as people, we're going to just like what we like. And we do have this ability. Not everyone has this, has this ability. Um, some people will just straight, straight up boycott things. But I think your average person, especially someone that's into, you know, media, pop culture, things like that, you know, you you establish these loves for things early in life. And then down the road you find out that maybe they're done by a horrible person, you know. Are you able to put them on the shelf? At least from these two guys talking, I think that it's something that we we it's an ugly part of ourselves that we still do. Now, don't get me wrong, man. Um I think it also depends on the level of the crime. Do you know what I mean? I, I I'm yes. I'm I feel like I'm incriminating myself with this shit right now, but it's just, it's true. I'm being honest right now, you know? I mean, I think that if it was someone, uh let me, let's see, Uh someone I'm really into, for instance. Okay, like we were talking about my that guy from Faith No More, Mike Patton, right? Huge hero of mine, the guy that did the uh, 1922 film score. Uh Huge, huge hero of mine. But if he went out and, and killed... You know, 20 people uh, did something, you know, not to not to make light of it or anything like that. But, you know, did something on the level of like the Las Vegas shooting. I I don't think I really don't think that I could continue to support someone like that. I really I think I would just drop everything. But I'm being honest, if something that's been. I mean, there's just been so many times, especially when I was a kid, you know how many like times I rocked out to those things in my car or know every lyric of a song or certain songs, you know, when you listen to a song and it like gives you the chills you know, like yes. raises the hair on your totally, arms. Right? Totally. Right, because that's a thing, right? I don't I don't know if I would be able to to not get those chills still. So it's an ugly part about myself that I'm I'm really gonna have to kind of look into right here. You know what I mean? And and by the uh-huh. way, guys, I wanted to tell you that this isn't always gonna be like a deep thing like this. You know, I mean this is something that is very relevant right now and it's something that we were talking about and we decided to, you know, make a show out of it. But, um, you know, it's not always going to be so deep in this, you know, these type of subjects right here. Uh, especially if you're used to listen to our other show where we just simply go, and then did you see after the commercial when they did this? And I can't believe Jesse Custer did that and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's not, this is different for us here. And, um, so it's, it's weird to actually start talking into a microphone and talking about this kind of thing. It's not always going to be this way. Um, but I've come to the conclusion, at least for now, That it's just an ugly part of humanity That we It's just something that we allow ourselves to do And uh, Yeah I guess I guess that all makes us a little bit ugly man I don't know Hey good night, everybody Thanks for this happy (laughs) Thanks for listening to Happy Time Theater With Steve and Dan I mean really man We chose a subject that's You know It's pretty fucked up And Uh So that's my answer I mean I, I I don't even know if I could truly give you a full answer on that It's like you know It really just depends on the level of the crime involved Um it's not like I want to go out and continue to support anything. Weinstein's out of the picture now. Like I mean, you know, he's fired from his company, and so he's he's kind of a moot point. But if Pulp Fiction comes on in the next twenty four hours, and I happen to just be flipping to the channels, there's a good chance I'm probably going to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how I feel about that, man. So, you know, human beings are imperfect, and I think uh, I think that at least in the context of this conversation, I think that we've proven that. What, do you th- what say you, Steve?
0: All right. Um, you know what? My, my closing statement is going to be a little bit tangential. Um, but given what we've been talking about in the last two weeks, um, there's been a few things that I've noticed. One of them is the Me Too hashtag. Uh, the Me Too hashtag is freaking heartbreaking. It's freaking heartbreaking. Right. And what that brings me to do is my closing argument is, men, we have to do better. We have to do better. We have to be better. Um, me Too is a call to men to shut up and listen. Not to sit there and be like, well, why didn't you say something earlier? Well, why didn't you say that? Why did you? It's a call to us to shut up and listen because we have been doing a terrible job. Number one, check it out. Look at the NFL. Now, mind you, my situation with Colin Kaepernick is I believe that he had the right to, to kneel and all those things are perfectly legitimate. However, we did not decide to boycott the NFL when there were a bunch of players beating their wives or beating their girlfriends or knocking them out. We decided when it applied to us, oh, crap, I don't think that that's right. That's injustice. Then we boycott the NFL. But what about all those women? We didn't do it for them because we're men and we don't care, essentially. We have to do better. We have to start listening. We have to make points. We have to say, you know what? This person is wrong. We got to stop listening to their stuff. And even if you don't start listening, stop listening to their stuff, you have to say, it's wrong that I do this Then, We have to be better men. We have to make our women, the women in this society, feel at least safe around us. The catcalling has to chill. The, hey, darling, hey, girl, come on, come, come come pulling on their jacket has to chill. All these things have to just go out. It's time to stop. So my call to every man within the sound of my voice, now there's not, a, I know we don't have a billion people following us, but my closing statement is, men, let's do better.
1: Please, let's do
0: better. That's it.
1: That's great, man I mean, you made me feel Like a complete heel Because I went down The wrong road No, <laughs> no I'm just kidding about? I'm kidding, I'm kidding You know, I guess I don't know I really like what you just said Right there And, and it's not that I don't I, I completely stand by What you just said It's just that I was like Talking about, you know Well, it's kind of An ugly situation And it's probably Going to be this way You know, and I don't have, I don't want to be Seen that way, brother I really You're don't You're not, bro You're not at all She <laughs> tapped into my insecurity On episode one, man <laughs> This
0: dude All right Ladies no, no, and gentlemen No, no, hold up
1: Real quick, man real no, quick. No, go I'm ahead, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I like what you said. You know what I mean? I, 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 it's, I'm I, done with my final word, if you will, but I do like what okay. you said. And um, you're right. I, if, I, if I may piggyback on that right there, yes. you know, and I'm doing this as a, as a father now, uh, you know, I've got a 14 year old daughter
0: mm-hmm. and
1: the cat calling thing. I mean, I've experienced that firsthand, you know, and you're right. Mm-hmm. We do need to chill on that kind of shit like that. You know, this is a lot of stuff. This is all the behavior that was learned from a different time. Totally. You know, totally. I mean, I mean, just think about the movies, totally. the, the movies in the 1950s where it was OK just to quiet you and smack somebody, exactly. you know, smack exactly. a woman. Um, exactly. Not to, you know, well, hell no, let's bring it up. We're talking about it. Sean Connery at one point said Damn. in time, uh, you know, I forget what the quote was, but he was talking to Barbara Walters and he said that, you know, every woman needs a good slap or it was something good like that, Lord, man. you know, Jeez. and that and that's wild. That is that's behavior that was inherited from our fathers.
0: It's true.
1: You know, uh, maybe not our fathers, but you know, totally. the Four the for yes. our last generations, you know, the, yes. the prior generations like that. So totally. it's something that is going to be, it's going to take a while to filter oh, that out. Yes. I think like that, but it you hit is. the nail on the head, man, is that we, we got to do better. You know, yes. seeing the, the magnitude of the, the me too hashtag, Jesus what, man. what that did and what it, what oh. it brought out and people that were brave enough women, I should say,
0: uh, Goodness. that
1: were, Able to do that you know I said people because Men were doing it too I mean that's the thing you know And it's 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 an ugly situation but yeah It's There's something that's going on right now With the with the world that we need to really Kind of like reset it's Time for us to reset and start being Better individuals or who the hell knows what Road we're going to go down in the near future man And I know that I want my kids personally to come up With respect I've trained them to be that way you know what I mean I've raised them I should say to be that Way to be respectful and uh all I can do is do my part. You know what I mean. True.
0: Now at this point, we can't look at uh, leadership to do it for us. We got to look at each other. If the all the, w- you know a lot of times you see that all we have is us. A lot of times that happens. to uh, You know we refer to it as people of color, which is true. A lot of times all we got is us. But as an American society, seeing who's sitting in the in the seat of the of the Oval Office, unfortunately, considering you know what we're talking about here, all we got is us. All we can do is look to each other to be the um example that we want our kids to see i want to be able to um have my son be like hey i ran into dan and i know whoever whatever dan is doing i don't mind my son seeing that because i trust dan i know dan you know what i'm saying i know that he would know that i wouldn't do anything crazy if his if his daughter saw me he'd be like oh i know steve wasn't doing any, anything uh crazy imagine if you could do that with 80 percent of america where you'd know oh I know that because my local neighborhood, we know each other, and I'm not worried about something happening to her. And we can make that change. Now, this is on a grand scale, but people, if we do better, the world will do better. And um, that is it. And um, I'm just going to finish off with our contact information. And uh, you can hit us up on if you have anything to say about our wonderful show, our amazing kickoff episode one. Hit us up on noise podcast at gmail.com. The, again, it's Heroes of noise podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at, at heroesofnoise. Again, it's at heroesofnoise. Hit amazing Dan, the awesome Dan at DanQpublic on Twitter. You can hit me up at underscore Hudson Music. Hit us up at our voicemail at 559-492-9831, 492-9831, hit us up, leave us a voicemail. And until that wonderful time, I am Steve.
1: My name is Dan and ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to your friendly neighborhood heroes of noise thank you very much for listening to us on episode one uh who the hell knows what's going to come up on episode two but i trust you folks i know that you're going to come back and i hope that you can trust us too because we do plan on bringing you a kick-ass show we're just figuring things out right now ladies and gentlemen that's it for me and steve